Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Business. I'm Mr. Clean, host with the Hitman. Hello, everybody. Hope everyone's good. Hope everyone's well. Today, we have a very, very special episode. For me, when I think of this man, I think of... <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure you people are thinking, what the hell is that? Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> For me, it's the sound of a native Indian, the eagle. Well, I call him the, I used to call him the eagle, man. Basically, when I first saw him, but really, he's not anymore. A native, native Indian man. Native American. He is Native American. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank, he's a Native American. He's the man known as Tatanka. And I'll be honest, a lot of people think of Tatanka. Well, anybody who watched wrestling during, gosh, the 90s and mid 2000s, because he was there as well, would know who he is. And I would, I would say to anybody who doesn't know who he is, listen to the episode, enjoy it, but also go back and have a look at some. Uh, footage yourself to have a look and see what for wrestler I think was under what's it called underestimated, but he had good moments as well. That makes sense. So the man known as the tanker, real name is called Chris Cavish. Chavis. Born. Say again. Chavis. What did I say? Cavis, wasn't it? I thought I said Chavis. Okay, that's fine. Chris Chavis. Sounds more Mexican to me or Latin. June. The 8th, 1961, so that will make him... Oh, 62. Fair enough, mm. good for him. Mm. And you know what? I'm surprised because a lot of wrestlers during his era died pretty early. So I'm actually... I knew he was alive, but I, I didn't think he was in his 60s, to be fair. Mm. So, yeah, good for him. He... See, he's a, he's, a, he's a very weird one because, I'll be honest, I didn't know much about his very early stuff, so... Again, apparently he's done powerlifting. He used to do powerlifting in, in Virginia Beach. Um, apparently he tried out for the Married Dolphins, mm. it, I, which was shocking to me, but good for him. But obviously they said he was caught in the 19, 1987 player strike. So I'll say it's a bit of a, how would I say, disappointment because anybody who likes American football mm. knows how important, especially back in the day, the Miami Dolphins was but apparently, it says that he turned. Apparently, supposedly, it says that he turned it down because uh, he was making so much money selling memberships at the Bailey's Health Club. And I'm thinking, boy, it must have been really bad. They must have offered him really bad deal in that case to turn down the Miami Dolphins. Hmm. So yeah, but it states that he met the Nature Boy Buddy Rogers at a wrestling store in Florida in 1989. Yeah, and through there he met the legendary, if you want to call him that way, Larry Sharp, mm. and trained in the Monster Factory, which a lot of people probably don't even know. Very, very famous school in New Jersey. And I was going to say, Anton, for you, because I said he, they said he had his first match in 1990. I thought he, I thought he was wrestling all through the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, I mean it makes you think because he <clears throat> he was with the WWF like. I think he joined right at the end of 1991. He started appearing yeah. in, in early 92. So it's like he'd only been wrestling for less than two years when he when he was on TV. Huh. That's good. Mm. That's good. So what I was going to say, for like for you, when did you, you know, again, people, you know, you again, anybody who knows our kind of flow, you know, we kind of go through his career, but also it's about memories. It's about, you know, my memories, Anton's memory of the rest that we go through. So for yourself, Anton, what was your kind of first memory of the tango? Well, I do remember him like from starting with the WWF because they started doing like the vignettes of him, mm. like in his, um, he was like talking about his tribe, uh, like the, the Lumbee Indians and like talking about how he's coming to the WWF and they were acknowledging him as Chris Chavez time, yeah. but the tanker was like the name and that's his actual, that's his like Native American name. Okay. Yeah, that was his actually. So yeah, there was like him on yeah in, on sort of the reservations and stuff like that, and he was talking about you know he, his heritage and and how he's coming to the WWF. Um, so that went on for a few weeks, and then he would have probably would have started seeing him on on the like the weekly show, Superstars or Wrestling Challenge, like early '92. Mm. Started wrestling. So mm. pretty much, yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's he's he started off in the WWF while I was already watching as a regular like fan. Yeah. I obviously wouldn't have heard of him prior to that. I don't. I don't even think I'd seen anything of him in magazines because sometimes I was getting yeah, wow. pro wrestling illustrated and stuff like that. But 
it was just like yeah, yeah first, first I would have heard of him was seeing him in those vignettes hmm okay so oh, yeah he pretty much he, he pretty much started off um, just it was the era of like the squash matches yeah. every week so that's where you'd see him then he then he was uh, they announced that he's going to face Rick Martel at Wrestlemania 8 that's it yeah and then they started to have a little bit of a like it turned into a feud. So it was like, it was a match mm. announced, no reason for the match, just two, yeah, two wrestlers having a match as you would. It's a sport. Mm. But then, then they had like a little altercation in the aisle way. And, and it, after WrestleMania, it led into a more of a feud. So Tatanka beat Rick Martel at WrestleMania. Yeah. At, at the start, he had those like long tights, you know, the white, yeah. white trousers with like, yeah, symbols on them. And he had the red mm. streak, like, so he'd like red streak through his hair. Mm. And obviously, yeah, and he came out. Uh, so he, yeah, he came out at WrestleMania 8 with uh, members of his tribe. Yeah, you know what? I'll be honest with people. Now we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that now. Mm. Think about it. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, you think about it. He, 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 he very early on in his career was at WrestleMania. I know WrestleMania mm. wasn't what it is today, but it was still a still. big deal. Mm, still a big deal. And he, and he beat Rick Martel. So he beat yeah. him. It was quite, quite a short match. Mm. And he just, yeah, and he pulled off like, I think he beat him with a crossbody or something like that. And then, mm. he, yeah, and it was like, okay, like you beat Rick Martel. So he was off and running. Then after that, they started a proper feud where Rick, I think Rick Martel came down as like taking his feathers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he goes, <laughs> taking his feathers and Tatanka's like getting upset about it. He's he's insulting him. Oh, he might, he's insulting him like why Tatanka's on the apron. He's like, you better get out of here, Martel. You better get out of here. And then, <laughs> then he just gets angry and he goes, does his war cry and he jumped off the apron to do like a tomahawk chop and Martel yeah. sprayed the arrogance in his eyes. <laughs> and then he took his he took his feather and then he put it in like his beret. <laughs> like he started wearing his berets as like he's using it as a fashion. He's basically disrespecting like his heritage. Yeah. He put it in like a yeah, fashion item. So that that's their feud was now a proper, proper feud. Hmm. You know, <laughs> as you know, literally as you're talking about it, now remembering, cut mm. the time, obviously now I'm thinking about what the, I'm thinking. What was this? I'm thinking. I don't actually remember that. Then I was like, "Oh yeah, I do I remember WrestleMania. I remember those little bits in between." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." It's like now I'm having to like deeply think about it. I'm like, "Yeah." I think when I think of him, I'll be honest. Originally, obviously, because again, I saw his stuff. Apologize more retrospectively. It was more the again. I saw the Rick Martel stuff, but I saw originally when he was kind of undefeated, going through that yeah. kind of streak. Yeah, that's why. That's from a scene of him. Yeah, pretty much through that. Yeah, I mean, he never. He didn't have any like. I think he's next. So obviously back then you only had four pay-per-views as well. You had yeah, the Royal cool. Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. He wasn't at the Royal Rumble. He didn't appear on the Royal Rumble. So he had his first mm. like his pay-per-view against Rick Martel. He's he's next one would be against the Berserker at SummerSlam oh, 92. Yeah. And I think they dropped that from the actual pay-per-view broadcast. It was one of the I don't remember seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he and then at the uh Survivor Series, he fought Rick Martel again and he beat him. So that was his pay-per-view sort of like record for for 92. But throughout that year, they're pushing that he's undefeated. Yeah. And he would have had matches, but he never had like, you know, huge, like Rick Martel was his biggest name opponent. And obviously, you know, just no disrespect to Rick Martel, but he wasn't in the upper echelon. At, in, no, that at, no, I mean, I never really did. As a tag team wrestler, he did. But as a singles, yeah. he never got a massive, massive push, did he? I mean, he was, he started off, look, yeah, he, he was good. And, and that's the thing. And, and, you know, when I often talk about like I had favorite wrestlers and I had a favorite bad guys. He mm. was in that, you know, like I had a little, yeah, so it would be like Mr. Perfect, Ted DiBiase, Rick Martel, people like that. They yeah. were bad guys, but I liked them. But I thought mm. like you can't, yeah, like you have to put me in a category. Oh, they're the bad guys I like kind of thing. <laughs> and he was one of them. I liked Rick Martel and I thought he was a really good wrestler. And he was entertaining. Very good. Yeah, he was very yeah. entertaining with the model character. But <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying in terms of his status, he wasn't the guy, like he rarely won. He rarely beat anyone of note. Like he, he would, he would get wins over someone like Coco Beware and maybe Tito Santana and people like that. But he won't yeah. beat anybody like higher up. So no, Tatanka, no, no. So Tatanka beating him is like it's okay, but it wasn't a huge. Like okay, mm. he's really going play. Yeah, like his undefeated streak was wasn't against any. Yeah, Berserker again. No, no mm. sort of like no one of status really. Mm. And he was yeah, he'd probably be facing like Repo Man and Kamala, people like that towards the end of the year. There was a match that I remember he had that I used basically back in the day where I used to have like a, you know, like um, <clears throat> VHS or videotapes. Mm. And I, uh, what's it called? My cousins basically used to do like recordings for me and give it to me. Yeah. And I remember, I think it was Satanga versus Shawn Michaels. I think he was on a Raw yeah. or on 
Saturday Night Superstars. I've Superstars. Been, yeah. I think it, I'm not sure which one it was on, but Shawn Michaels basically is the Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. And I think he beat him in a non-tap match. Yep. And the crowd just went ballistic. And I was like, yeah. For this guy, it's like, okay, fair enough. See, this, this is one, this is like, so that year of 92, it's like he's just sort of like chalking up wins. They're, they're, I think I, reading Power Slam or Superstars of Wrestling at the time, they were saying basically yeah. he's, he's not undefeated. He's losing at house shows, but as far as TV's yeah. concerned, he was undefeated and they kept calling him the undefeated Native American to tank yeah. him. So it's like they kept drubbing that in. So for the whole year, he's not been beat. And then we go into 93, like January 93. Mm-hmm. So he was in the Royal Rumble. Uh, I think he was eliminated by Yokozuna, perhaps. I, I can't remember exactly. I mean, he didn't have a, yeah, he, he didn't have a bad spot in the Rumble, but yeah, he was, yeah, he was just in the Royal Rumble match. And then, yeah. then as you said, and this would have been like over the, a week or two after the Royal Rumble, he mm. had a match with Shawn Michaels on Superstars, non-title. Good match. It was a good match. match. And and this, yeah. I mean, this thing, it bothered me because Shawn Michaels was, was my favourite wrestler at this point. I was, I decided I can have a bad guy as my favourite wrestler, so Shawn Michaels was my favourite. <laughs> And he lost to Tanka, and I was, I was very like disappointed that he got beat. <laughs> but this, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a non-title match, as you say. I mean, it was a bit of a swap. I didn't expect Shawn Michaels to get beat. Like, yeah, no, no, to be fair, fair, I was going to ask you at the oh, time, well. mm. Tanka have that kind of aura that you know what? Yeah, he can beat Shawn Michaels at the time, or was it, or was it I really mean, just like a shock? I mean, Shawn Michaels wasn't like a, yeah, he was the Intercontinental Champion and he had been for a few months, like a couple of months at that he point. He beat the Bulldog, didn't he? He beat the Bulldog, beat the Bulldog, yeah. Bulldog. So he was, yeah, and you knew he was a rising star and I liked him. Mm. And yeah. I thought like, yeah, but to say like, okay, like no, one's, no one can beat Shawn Michaels, he didn't have that kind of thing about him. So I suppose, yeah, I suppose in, in that sense, I just didn't, yeah, I didn't want Shawn Michaels to lose. So I was a bit no uh, put out by it. But it was, you know, like the same time, he, it really sort of like, that's where they're, like you felt like they are going somewhere with Tanka. I mean, you mm. didn't look at it like that back then. I wasn't looking at that thing. Oh, Tanka's going to get the belt, like because they're pushing him. You just thought, damn, <laughs> Tanka's beat my beat my guy. It's <laughs> like my guy's in trouble because it's not. And then he beat him again, like on Monday Night Raw in a six man tag. Yeah, I mean, it was Bev- it. Beverly yeah. Brothers and Shawn Michaels against Nasty Boys and Tanka, and then he pinned Shawn Michaels again. So it's like, yeah, he's pinned him twice now, and now he's going to fight him at WrestleMania nine for the Intercontinental belt. And I was worried. <laughs> I was worried. You know what? I've, you know what, it's weird because <clears throat> a lot of people basically like mocked WrestleMania 9. Mm. I didn't mind it. Again, okay, it could have been better, but I didn't mind it. I thought it was okay. And okay, mm. for me, my, my guys in the, in the main event, Bret Hart in the main event, so maybe because I'm biased from that. Uh, yeah, I think you there's know. a lot of like things that sort of, one of them I think is also, it's like we weren't used to these weird <laughs> sort of settings. It was outdoor. Yeah, that like, kind of threw it off, I think. Like it was just odd at that time. <laughs> For some reason, like an outdoor event, and just with this, like, yeah, this theme and stuff of the arena, maybe yeah. that put people just thinking, oh, what is this? I, I, I don't know. It's just something about it because, yeah, like you said, there was some good stuff at that WrestleMania. Obviously, yeah. it left a bad pe- taste in some people's mouth. The crowd loved it, but a lot of lot of people felt like Bret Hart got sort of oh, yeah. off. Like, yeah, with Hogan, like, oh, Hogan's back, and then, yeah, straight away belt back on him in the most ridiculous way at that time that was ridiculous because you didn't have matches yeah. like just a new match made seconds after and you know oh Hogan. yeah that, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> come on yellow belly <laughs> it did that is, stuff didn't happen so that fell no. out, out of the norm yeah and it did feel like it's just to get the belt back on hogan it almost like we'll do whatever it takes to give hogan the belt back if he's back <laughs> that's how it felt to people you know like ah. Oh. yeah same old, yeah, like same old story. Like we thought we moved on. So I think that, yeah, that and obviously the Gonzalez Undertaker match was a bit, and the crush yeah, going. So yeah, like I, I think, yeah. But Tatanka and Shawn Michaels wasn't actually it was actually a decent match. I'll be honest, in that match, you thought I'm, I'm sure you thought going into it, Tatanka's winning. He's beat him on. He's beat him in a singles match. He's pinned him in a six man tags. Okay, now he's gonna do it where it really where, again. It sounds bad. If he can do it where it doesn't count, he must be able to do to do it when it does count. Mm. And I think I remember there was like a spot where oh, it was quite funny. I think he's, he's like he's outside the ring. Shawn Michaels outside the ring trying to get in. Tatanka just chops him. Bam, goes to the floor. He mm. tries to go the other side. Bam, just tries to go in. And he gets so pissed off. He's like, ah, he walks off. Um, Tatanka hits him. He goes back towards the ring, and I think he tries to do it again. Goes in underneath the rope, slides in. Bam, tick, take him down. And I thought beautiful. Just again, so simple, but yet creative. Mm. And the thing is, it's probably the first time I actually saw um, Sensational Share and thought, yeah, okay, she looks all right. Because before then, it was like, no, nah, just this weird psycho woman, she's coming out looking 
elegant in a way. You know what I mean? It's like elegant in a weird way. And you've got this nutcase looking uh, Luna Vashan with um, Shawn Michaels. Remember? Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking, and the thing is, I was pissed off because obviously, <laughs> oh, bless him. Tatanka hit his finisher. And it was like, well, because technically it was a DQ, innit? DQ finish. He hit the ref, didn't he? Like, as he was yeah. going, going up or something. Yeah, or just before he went up. And really, it's like, ref, okay, yeah, you hit you, but, you know, come on, continue. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, to me, it was weak. It was it's weak. One of the, yeah, it's one of those examples. Like, you didn't think, like I say, at that time as a fan watching it, you didn't think of all of these, like we do now, like being protected. Yeah. In a way, it's like Tatanka's not going to lose, but he's not going to win the belt. So they're going to mm. protect it. But, yeah, and, and it's retrospectively, it's something like, yeah, maybe they should have gave Tatanka the belt there. It would have been better. Yeah. I think it would help Tatanka's career, for sure. Whether yeah, whether what? it would have derailed Shawn Michaels a little bit, perhaps, and then obviously Maybe. that would have been a that would have been a loss. I mean, you, you know what? To be fair, when you think about it, when you think about it, when you watched WrestleMania itself after the match, if I remember, I think it was Lex Luger. No, later on down, I think it was Lex Luger, Mister Perfect, mm. and I think Lex Luger won. Yeah, he had the Nazis gimmick, and I think there was a bit where Mister Perfect runs to the back and basically beats down like Lex or attacks Lex Luger. And you got kind of you kind of got Shawn Michaels there, kind of beating him up yeah. through the bin. When I say through the bin, literally through the tip of the bin, right in his head, it's like oh yeah. I think him towards like the wood again. I've watched this pay per view so many times, so I kind of know it's back in my head. But I think maybe like what you said, if he had lost the match, it's like eh, you know, yes, Mister Perfect's not what he was was, but it's like okay, you can't beat Tatanka, but yeah, you're gonna go fight Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and he didn't beat Tatanka. That's the thing. He still no. wasn't presented as like okay, you can actually beat Tatanka. So, but yeah, I mean, it's, I don't think at that point you were looking at it. Yeah. I mean, this is the same year that we had Lex Luger and Yokozuna. Like, <laughs> so it's like, you know, like not getting the job done kind of thing. And they overshadowed like the, the finish with Sher- Sherry and Luna where Luna. Oh, you killed, it? Yeah, yeah, really. And that for that time frame, it's quite a brutal attack, like slamming her on the mm. floor and stuff like that. So it kind of like, okay, you're moving on. Like, yeah, Tatanka is still undefeated. He did win. Didn't win the belt, but he did win, and it's like okay, move on. And then shortly after, after that, he got in a feud with Bam Bam, sticking up for Sherry, because it was like um, it's supposed to be Bam Bam's interview on the podium, you know, with me, yeah. with me and Jean. I think mm-hmm. it was me, Jean. And then he's like, but Sherry comes out because she wants to talk about Luna, and then like, <laughs> and then Jean's kind of like, yeah, like this is Bam Bam Bigelow's time. She's like, I don't care about Bam Bam tattoo-headed Bigelow, and it's like, and then he come out and having a go at her, and like. And he starts, yeah, you know, threatening her, and she's got down, yeah, you know, like she's begging off. And then Tatanka mm. come out to, to stick up for her, and he's like shopping. So it weren't like she was his actual manager. She had been at WrestleMania what? nine. What a simp! But they did, they didn't um, like have any more interactions after that. This would have been probably like about May. Perhaps. So what's the point then? Oh, it's, it's chivalry, isn't it? He's, he's chivalry. No, no, no. We know. I I apologize, people. Maybe these days chivalry is kind of seen as like a weak simp move, but back in the day. To be chivalrous was a good thing. Mm. But as I'm sure most people think it didn't lead to anything. No. Well, it did. I mean, it led, led for not what you mean. Did he get something out of it? <laughs> yeah. what <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, like, I'm saying. You, I, I thought I, you meant feud wise, it leads to anything. No, 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 no. Now I know what you're saying. What I say to you, Anton, I'm going basically on feud and both on the other side. Because again, I'm sure people are thinking, oh, did he get anything? Did he? It's like, for what we know, no. But on TV, Basically, he, he was a dumb guy. Well, he was a good, as you call it, dumb guy. Some people say saved her, but really, it's like nothing came of it. You, you didn't get to be with her. It's just okay, da, 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 and then boom, that's it. But please go on, Anton. <laughs> so, so yeah, so he came out and to be chivalrous <laughs> to come to the aid of Sherry, and then he started like chopping Bam Bam and knocked him off the stage. So mm. it's like, yeah, and Bam Bam's all angry about it. And then Tatanka was supposed to have his match. So this is like, like an episode of Superstars. Yeah. Tank is supposed to come out for his match, like a, a squash match, and then you hear his music go, and it's like he's not coming out. And, it, and then they show, like you know, at this point they start. This is the like the year they. Well, I think the year before they started having the the time, like a not Titantron, it was just a a screen. Yeah. So now they've got a screen, and then you see on the screen, and it's like showing backstage. It's Tank has been like he's been laid out, and Bam Bam cuts his hair, like he cuts the red hair. Oh yeah. So Bam Bam had laid him out backstage, and he cut his hair. Mm. And like obviously for revenge for him beating him up on the podium, so that was like <laughs> that's their their feud now. It's a bit like Martel still in the eagle feathers. <laughs> He's disrespecting by cutting these like the sacred, yeah, like the red because I think the the red was supposed to represent the blood line or something like that, like represent <laughs> the the na- like yeah his tribe. 
So he's, mm. he's cut the red, yeah, he's cut the red hair, carrying it around in a bag. He was at times, and it's like that's that's their feud. But they, they as part of that feud, they didn't really have like a pay per view sort of blow off. They did they end up fighting like in '94 in the Royal Rumble, but it was like the feud was over. But they were part yes. of SummerSlam '93. Bam Bam and the Head Shrinkers again, six man tag. Bam Bam and Head Shrinkers against Tatanka and the Smoking Guns, like mm. cowboys and Indians. Oh gosh. <laughs> Oh boy! But no, no, I mean no. that was that was not, and I think yeah, the faces won. The Tankers team won. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was quite. I mean, it wasn't there was a there was a spot in there where they all went for like a top rope. I can't remember if they hit it, but you know, like because uh, the head shrinkers would do like top rope splash or headbutts, and Bam yeah. Bam's finisher was the top rope headbutt. So they all did like a big. I can't remember if they hit it or if they missed it, but they did like a triple dive, like off the oh. top rope at one point on okay. on them. But yeah, it was a uh, yeah. I think I can't remember. Who got the pinfall in that match? But Tatanka's team won. So he's and it, yeah, I mean, if he hadn't won, oh, we we bypassed one pay per view though that they had uh, him and Lex Luger at the King of the Ring. So oh I yeah, think, I think to qualify, he beat he beat Giant Gonzalez, but it was mm. as a DQ. Yeah, so he qualified for the King of the Ring, and then it was like Lex Luger hasn't been beaten, Tatanka hasn't been beaten. It was like the two undefeated streaks, and you think, okay, who's going to not be undefeated? Went to a time limit draw. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> had a fifteen minute draw. So yeah, yep. so, like are you thought it'd be Tatanka and Bam Bam squaring off at some point? Because I think if yeah. if Tatanka had won that match, Bam Bam beat Hacksaw, so it would have been them in the semi-finals. But that didn't happen. So yeah, so then we got we got them at SummerSlam in in a six man, and then I think after SummerSlam, not too long after that, because again we still at, at this point we've now got five pay per views because they've added the King yeah. of the Ring pay per view in June '93. So it's like you get Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, King of the Ring, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. So between SummerSlam and Survivor Series, Bam Bam started feuding with Doink, who had like turned face. So yeah. it, as far as TV is concerned, the Tatanka Bam Bam thing just sort of like that's over. We didn't like, yeah, and I don't think Tatanka. Oh yes, no, Tatanka then went on to to face Ludwig Borger. Did he? I was gonna say who actually beat him? Who who actually ended his his streak? Borger. Yeah, so it was. Oh, on, so it was it, him. That was him. Yeah, it was on the Superstars. So it was like Ludwig had had joined in in the summer of 93 and he's like yeah. you know, he's going after lex luger he's going after america in general he's from finland yeah he hates america and obviously mm. tank is native american so they had a match on superstars and i mean I, yeah it was it was a it felt like a yeah it felt like a big high profile match for superstars and in the end uh yokozuna sort of got involved and i think he, he leg dropped to tanker on the outside and then <laughs> rolled him back in, and then Borgo like pinned him with one finger. Oh no, a chair Damn. shot! Chair shot. That's it. He used to. Ch- he had a chair shot. Knocked Tanker out of a chair. Okay. That's the one. That's that. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I might be muddling them up. So he he hits Tanker with a chair, uh, maybe on the outside, and then yeah. rolled him back in. Then he used like one finger to pin him. So it's like I've ended these undefeated streak with one finger. And then they gave him like a bonsai inside the ring on his side. Ooh. Like the tankers on his side, so it's like they damaged his ribs, and he they were supposed to be part of the Survivor Series, so that, that, yes. took, that took him yeah. out. He was going to be on the All Americans team, Lex Luger and the That's Suns. It. So and he ended up getting replaced by the Undertaker. So yeah, he was put out of commission. This had been like I think October of '93, October early November, mm. just like a few weeks before the Survivor Series. So he's out of action um, by Ludwig Borger. His undefeated streak is gone now, <laughs> which had lasted yeah. almost, almost two years. And then he was gone until I think he was coming back just just before the Royal Rumble of '94. Okay. Or he might have actually might have been towards the end because I think he had a match with Ludwig Borger on Raw, a rematch yeah. uh, that ended like in a I think a disqualification win for Tatanka, and they were going to have a rematch at the Royal Rumble '94. But then Borger was injured, so he he was substituted by Bam Bam. So that's why I say like Tatanka did fight Bam Bam on pay per view one on one, but it was like the feud was over. Really, he was a substitute for Ludwig Borger. Yeah, and then Tatanka beat Bam Bam, and then he also went in the Royal Rumble later, <laughs> on, later on in the show. Yeah, so mm. I think yeah, and then Ludwig Borger. So that was supposed to be his feud, but Borger, like I think he might have come back for a couple of matches. And then he was guy he was supposed to fight Earthquake at WrestleMania, but ended up being substituted by Adam Bomb. So like Borger was gone. So they never got Same. to really resolve the Tatanka feud. Tatanka yeah. was left without his uh, his opponent, and he just kind of. Didn't have it out, yeah. Because wasn't he? I think he was supposed to be part of that ten-man tag at WrestleMania ten. He was, and he uh, was. yeah, which didn't take place at WrestleMania. They they put it off, and they had it on Raw, mm. so, so it got bumped from the show. 
So he didn't get his WrestleMania 10 match. I have a question. Hmm. Did he ever get a rematch against Shawn Michaels afterwards? Because I, I don't I don't know. No, I don't not on TV. I think they've done. Like Shawn Michaels then moved on to like Mr. Perfect, Marty Jannetty. Uh what yeah. a peak. What yeah. A peak. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was never yeah, it was never like it was like done. Like you've you challenged him in the Continental Belt. That's yeah, it. He, yeah, no, move on now. You're gonna you're gonna have storylines rather than chasing a title. So wait, so his tribe's been disrespected twice, his heritage. Mm-hmm. He got screwed by Shawn Michaels. He beat him basically, basically he beat him three times, but didn't you know, never got a title shot. Ah oh, boy. But you know what? He's he's in a WBF. Well, well, he's gonna get. There's gonna be more disrespect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Because after WrestleMania 10, I, Chief Chief J Strongbow, another like Native American character, he yeah. wasn't actually Native American. Uh, he was. They say he's Italian, wasn't he? Italian, yeah. Was. Yeah, but he he was like a very like high profile character in the probably like 60s, 70s, 50s, 70s. Yeah, yeah, in the WWF. So he like awarded Tanker like this headdress. Native American headdress, and like mm. yeah, obviously Tanker's really proud to receive it. And then IRS is saying about how you you've got to pay like tax on it, <laughs> some sort of <laughs> gift tax. I don't know what he was on about. And then he and then he destroyed his his um, headdress. He attacked Tanker and he like I think tied him up in the ropes and he like ripped it apart. So more disrespect. You know what? I'm all right. This is this is horrible. IRS though is a very very good character. When mm. you think about it, when you really think about it, was it? Uh, Erwin, what? Erwin, isn't it? Erwin yeah. R. Scheister. So yeah. when you think about it, he, uh, the IRS, he he actually is a good character. Mm. I never thought about it, but I was like, yeah, he's a, I thought he was a decent wrestler. Very, 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 but you know what? Better than decent. I think he, he was good. For what he was, he was good. Agile for a big guy. Obviously, he's the father of the late, you know, the late Bray Wyatt, in case anybody's thinking, who is he? Um, yeah, no, I, I, I thought he was really good, but. The fact that you're, you're you're trying to give tax this guy for <laughs> oh boy, well he's all, he's always we we talked about on the Big Boss Man episode. Uh, he's always starting some, it's all starting on someone, isn't he? About tax, yeah. Let <laughs> let, let the million dollar man get away with it, <laughs> become his tag team partner. <laughs> I'm telling you, all the baby all the baby faces are getting it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think. I don't know. I think during this period, like I say, for me, it's like very kind of shaky because, like I said, I saw it basically him in bits. Mm. So I knew this bit, and the next thing I know, he was basically with I think it was um, Sid Vicious. Is it Kamala? Uh, Kamala uh, Godfather? Stuff yeah, on. yeah. So this this was the year not long after the IRS feud, and I don't think they've fully resolved that either. He yeah. he turned heel, so he was in the King of the Ring, uh, mm. lost to he lost to Owen. Okay. Yeah, he lost Owen Hart in the King of the Ring tournament during the actual pay-per-view. Mm. And then, like, he was... You had Lex Luger, like, um, I think Ted DiBiase, say Ted DiBiase had claimed that he got The Undertaker, which turned out to be the yeah. same Undertaker. And yeah. Tank was actually <laughs> a victim of that Undertaker as well, like, just before the SummerSlam event. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing a Bret Hart there saying the SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> just before the SummerSlam event, he fought him, like, yeah. on, on Raw. And the like the fake Undertaker, we we're supposed to believe is the Undertaker, beat him and beat him quite handily. Yeah. But also in the build up to that, so that's the SummerSlam where you had Undertaker versus Undertaker. You and also who, hmm? who who is he? Brian Lee. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Chains later on in the Disciples of Apocalypse. Yeah. No, I I just thought it would be good for people to know that we're thinking fake yeah. Undertaker's yeah, so yeah. It, was, yeah, it was the fake Undertaker beat him. Bits of Tanker was one of the full guys for it, but in the build up to SummerSlam as well, Teddy Biossi had claimed that he was like he bought. Uh, I think it was. I think that's how they did it. Like basically saying like he's got Lex Luger as well. Yeah, and Lex Luger yeah, denying it. So it's like yeah, like and then Tanker saying about you sold out to the million dollar man. You sold out Lex, and then says so like he's a cute. I think it might have been Tanker saying about it as well. Like either way, like they, that's Tanker is saying like yo, he believes that Lex Luger sold out, and Lex Luger saying no. And then they end up having, they're going to have a match at SummerSlam 94. Mm. And then towards the end of it, DiBiase comes down with a bag full of money. And Luger's telling him, yeah, like, what are you doing here? And then he gets rolled up by Tatanka. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, and he's like, see, I didn't sell out. Um, he kicks the money away from Ted DiBiase because DiBiase yep. is like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, it's cool. He kicks the money away. And, like, yeah, you're Tatanka back and take the money, Lex. Take the money. <laughs> 
And then he just jumps him. So it's like Tatanka was the one who sold out. He joined the mini yeah. and he beat up Lex Luger, gave him like a couple of the so his finisher was the Samoan drop. Yes. And he gave him like a yeah, a couple of them. Um yeah, so right, give him a proper beat down and they stuffed like the the money in uh Luger's mouth, like the old Ted DiBiossi signature. Yeah. And so now he's a he's a heel and he's part of the million dollar corporation. Think about this. The native Indians, uh, again, they were taken over by the white man, you know, the the, the, the colonials who came over to America. So they, they were the English, the Irish, he came over and basically decimated them. He basically sold himself to the white man. Air quotes. Mm-hmm. He, he he betrayed his heritage. Remember, he was he was, you know, he was basically beating people up over cutting his hair, taking the, fe- the feather, but when it came down to the almighty dollar, he said, stuffy heritage, stuffy people, I'm good. Mm. <laughs> Sad, isn't it? I mean, uh, Vince, yeah. When he joined, so he joined the the corporation, but he didn't really uh, think about it. He should have changed his look. Didn't he? Didn't he have like is it like black gear or something? I no. remember him having like no. He kept he? he kept his normal gear really. Like he didn't really look different. I mean, but he'd already he already he'd already stopped having the red streak in his hair. That's what it was. Yeah, probably. But it's like yeah, you you would think he would change like his gear up a little bit. Jeans, uh, jeans, biker. You know, biker top or maybe like a suit yeah, top or something. Just, he was still like, so he was still the same tanker in the Million Dollar Corporation. You know, because he could have like, I think there was a picture like it that they used on the magazine and stuff like that where he's in a suit and things like that. Yeah. Which was, yeah, that was good. But like when it comes to his ring gear and stuff like that, he's just looked like the same tanker. Yeah. Which, which you think, yeah, like he should try to be a bit more. Adventurous. I, th- I think just like, yeah, very em- emphasize as well that he had, yeah. Cha- yeah, like he's part of this. It's a, it's a whole, like a makeover kind of thing. And make him look more, yeah, like he's going corporate and all that kind of stuff, part of the corporation. But yeah, he, yeah I mean, it, Lex Luger was kind of like he he was on a down, a bit of a downturn. Like earlier yeah. in the year, he was being presented like still potentially going to win the WWF title at WrestleMania 10. He didn't, and then it was like he's now kind of like mm, he's not the the top guy of the company. He's one of them, but he's not like you can see he's not the Hulk Hogan that they sort of no. planning, planning him to be. So yeah, that was so he's feuding with somebody yeah you know, of of status, but not yeah, you know, and that dra- that did feel like that feud dragged on for quite a while. I mean, they they fought with the Survivor Series like on it was the Tanker was part of the corporation team, the Million Dollar Team against yep. like, Lex Luger's team. It was hit Luger, Adam Bomb, Mabel, and the Smoking Guns. <laughs> and I think yeah. the Tank the Tanker got pinned by Luger during that match, yeah. but then like Bundy came straight in and splashed him, and they they beat yeah. Luger. And then like, oh, they yeah, carried on. Bundy when they brought him back in it. Yeah, yeah, Bundy had come back and he was now part of the corporation. Bam Bam Bigelow had joined the Million Dollar Corporation. So mm. it's like that's yeah, that's the uh, uh, who else did they have on that? And I think they had um, the Heavenly Bodies or something like that would joined like the corporation team. So yeah, yeah. yeah Tanker Bundy Bam Bam. Yeah, I think it was the Bodies as well because they were feuding with smoking guns. Stuffer, number Stuffer, um, Godfather, Godfather was there. Not yeah, he t- he joined the corporation as Karma, but Karma. Not, but he wasn't in the Survivor. Uh, had he joined at that point? He, I think he may have done, but he wasn't like yeah. on the Survivor Series team. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not even sure if he had joined. Yeah, he might have joined in. I'm trying to remember if he joined in uh, like '94, '95. I, I know was, by 90, by beginning of '95, I know he was part of the team. I know by then. Yeah, he was definitely by '95. Yeah, by WrestleMania uh, yeah. time, he was. He may have come. He may have come in as part because he, yeah, he joined the corporation. He was part of like DiBiase's stable, but he wasn't in that Survivor Series team. Okay. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that that was that was that, and that still carried on for a while. You had like Bulldog and Luger against the Tanker and Bam Bam on on Raw, which was like an mm-hmm. early Allied Powers union. It was like the, yeah. the, the Luger feud was going on for a while. I don't think it ended until like just uh, before WrestleMania. I think they had a cage match or something like on Sunday Night yes, Slam. Right. Yeah. yeah, so it'd gone on for quite a while, but obviously, like, they were going in with Luger and Bulldog as a tag team now. Mm. And and also, he'd been part of the Royal, like, he, they got to the tournament final for the tag team championships. Yes. And they yes. lost to, like, one, two, three kid and Bob Holly, and that's where you had Bam Bam push Lawrence Taylor. How bad is that? <laughs> again, people are going to think, oh, yeah, again, one, two, three kid and, you know, Bob Holly. This was before one, two, three kid was X Pac. And at the time, again, Anton probably can say better than me. Bob Holly was, yeah. Well, they were presented it, as like a very like yeah underdog team. They weren't. Put it this way, expected to win. This was, this was before basically he was beating people up and he's beating people up. Oh yeah, and... it went hardcore. No, this is before the hardcore. Before we all thought 
apart from Anton, thought that he was going to beat Brock Lesnar for the <laughs> WWE title at the way out. And I'm laughing because obviously anybody, again, nothing against Hulk Holly, but he was never that the guy. But in 2004, basically, well, 2003? 2003, he got his, uh, 2003, he got his neck broken by Brock Lesnar. 2004, Survivor Series. No. No. 2003, he got his neck broken. By the end of 2003, Survivor Series came back, mm-hmm. beat up Brock Lesnar. Looked like basically like he's a killer. So, oh, okay. Damn, he's beat up Brock Lesnar. Alabama slamming him, beating him up, coming out there, destroying him, coming out like he's the next, uh, uh, I say badass, the next Bill Goldberg. Goes into No Way Out, and I thought he was going to beat him. Anton, did you think he was going to beat him? Nah. Okay. And then the match came, and then literally Lesnar just beat him dead. One F5, boom, dead. So, yeah. I don't know. I think the match in itself for me was disappointing because, again, you thought at least Bam Bam and that would win. I, mean, you, you, you I did think, that, yeah. Double. I thought, yeah. I thought that'd be like the million dollar man's first like championship. The corporation, yeah. mm, I did think they were going to win it. To me, I think as a team, when I think about it, well, again, they weren't a team, they were a faction, really. As a faction, in the, again, I'm trying to be polite here. In the annals of, in the annals of wrestling history, they had no goal to back it up. At least with, at least with most factions, you know, um, the Dangerous Alliance had the, the, the was it Rick Rude had the US title, uh, Steve Austin had the TV title, uh, Bobby Eaton, uh, Bobby Eaton. Yeah, Bobby Eaton. Bobby Eaton uh, and Arn Anderson won the tag titles, including Lars Briscoe and Arn Anderson. You had the Four Horsemen, at least they held all the gold. I mean, what do you mean? Mm. At least most of these factions hold, held something. Half a nation, that every belt that there was, which to me was which was, was great, mm. being a half a nation fan. But it's like the corporation, really, uh, corporation, sorry. The million, it was, million yeah. dollar corporation. Thank you. So I keep one of the corporations, sorry. The, you know, the million dollar corporation. In the grand scheme thing, when you think about it, Sid was, was supposed to go for the WF title. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but did you think he was going to beat Diesel at the time? Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I was hoping he would. <laughs> Definitely hoping he would. And I thought he, yeah, I, at that point, I thought, like, week, yeah. You know, I like Kevin Nash less Diesel, but as WF champion, yeah, no. No, no. I, I, yeah, I mean, I knew. He wasn't, I don't think he was great at all. No, I mean, I, I was a big Sid but, fan. So when Sid had come back, yeah, like I was, I was really hoping he was. And I, and I'd still thought of him as like, this is Sid who like dominated the WWF, like dominated Hogan. And yeah, like it was kind of untouched, was like, who, how is Diesel going to beat him? Mm. That's, how, that's how it felt to me. And I know at this point, like, yeah, I'm starting to understand a bit more about, yeah, at the end of the day, if the, book, if the bookers say Diesel's winning, Diesel's winning. Yeah. Mm. And, they, and they didn't present Sid quite the way they did in his first run. But no. I was, yeah, I was thinking of like with those those nostalgic eyes of you know how Sid was from like ninety one, ninety two. It's like oh, Sid's back. He's gonna he's gonna beat Diesel. But yeah, Sid never got any gold for them. Tanker and Bam Bam never got the gold. Yeah, same. Same when you think about it. Um, again, you probably know better than me. I didn't realize that he was apparently suspended in by the end of August. Of 95 that year, apparently, can you hear me? Mm. Apparently, yeah. it was supposed to be like a lawsuit, apparently, against him, where a woman basically said that how she was drugged, sodomized, and had her head shaved on one side, but apparently, mm. it's a tanker. Huh? Yeah. I never, I never, I never heard that before. And apparently, Kevin Nash basically confirmed the story in a kayfabe commentary that he, you know, the shoots that he had, mm. that apparently was drinking with him and Undertaker. And then apparently she left for a couple of wrestlers. And then apparently there was like hallway all over the, you know, let's say there was blood basically smeared over the hallway, which apparently led to Tanker's room. And I was like, damn, okay. Mm. No, and I, I, said, I, I never, I never mm. heard nothing about that at all. So they're saying apparently that, um, well, Kevin has basically saying in the interview that, you know, Tanker wasn't involved and apparently it was Jimmy Del Rey. Mm. That really was the was the person who, you know, who was involved in it. But apparently, they believed, you know, <clears throat> the WWF believed him. He came back, and they said apparently he came back at the. Well, they said that how he came back at the end of August. No, 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 no. Sorry, he came back at uh, Rumble ninety six. No, oh, I, I didn't. I said I didn't even know that. Mm. Strange. 
like I say, for me, you know, these sort of things aren't good, whether it's man or woman, especially, you know what I mean, in these sort of no, situations. No, but yeah. But you're, I guess... You're saying he, was, he wasn't him, though, was it? No, no, they're saying that, apparently they're saying it wasn't him. That, yeah, it was unfairly. Um, yeah. Yeah, unfa- unfairly accused. You know what? I hope the WF looked after him. I hope they looked hmm. after him during the- You know, that, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and the thing is, I know people are going to say, oh, you know, um, <clears throat> he was falsely accused and you can just get over it. I'm sorry, but there's there's some sort of, there's, yes, you can get over it in terms of live your life, but there are some accusations that stick with you. Again, I never heard of this one. No. I never heard of it. And, you know, and again, me and Anton are both wrestling historians and such. We, we know like, the history of wrestling when it comes to certain, quite a lot of things. I never heard nothing about this. No, I don't remember that one. I mean, that's something that could have been reported around that time. Sort of like Power Slam would pick up on stuff like that. I don't, I, that one doesn't come to mind. I mean, no. I, as you was mentioning it there, I was just looking at it on Wikipedia where it said like it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it wasn't Tanker. Like his mm. suspension was lifted and and it, like he was unfairly suspended. So, yeah, I don't I don't remember that, that, that story. I may have heard it. I mean, you hear a lot of unfortunate stories. Oh yeah, that one doesn't that one doesn't come to mind as one that I did do remember hearing. I mean, I know around '95, like he was still quite prominent as part of the corporation, like King of the Ring yeah. team, team with Sid against Bam Bam and Diesel. Yeah. Um I don't think he was at SummerSlam. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. So, yeah, and then Survivor Series. He wasn't able. He wasn't there. Raw Rumble. That, he, apparently, he was in the Rumble, but I, I don't remember him in the Rumble. I don't. I don't remember yeah. him there. I mean, again, at this point, he wasn't really doing because I think he. Didn't he? Because Jake returned at that Royal Rumble. Yeah, he did. And I think he faced uh, Jake the Snake like on a free for all or something like that on um, the next pay per view. Okay. I think I know he faced Jake around this time, but he wasn't mm. around much longer. Like in '96, early '96. Well, they said that he left just after WrestleMania. So he wasn't in WrestleMania, was he? I, I don't. He had a no. match at WrestleMania, so he was kind no. of yeah. He'd kind of like been. So basically, he came back for the rumble, and mm. and what what three months, three months, three four months later, he le- he left. Yeah, and he wasn't really doing much. Like I was, I remember him having a match with Jake the Snake, and Jake <clears> like <throat> soon after Jake had returned, and he beat Tatanka, he pinned him, yeah. like DDT'd him, and obviously mm. like the corporation, they'd added the one two three kid. He'd done the heel turn. Yeah. So I suppose like yeah, Tatanka's. Oh, you know, you say about him and Shawn Michaels, I think he may have faced Shawn Michaels when Shawn. In '96, ah. so he got yeah. his rematch with him like yeah, but three years later, and then that. Sean beat him. <laughs> so, yeah, he wasn't, wasn't winning '96. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. Sean sure Michaels and Tanker did have a match like around that sort of time '96. It might have been just before Sean won the WWF title. Ah, definitely wasn't winning then. <laughs> no, nah, nah, Sean Michaels was now on, on the road to WrestleMania. If, if I don't think yeah. it was after WrestleMania, so I think it was in the build-up. So yeah, yeah nah, no. just just on that note, because I remember him facing. I think he fought Bret Hart, and he was. Like he, he fought Jake the Snake. That's one match that stands out to me because, like I say, sometimes to me it was like these matches like that never happened before. And I know it's like a, it's kind of a trivial match, Jake and the Tanker, but they were quite interesting to me. You know, like people, if it'd been maybe they missed each other, like either they were in the same promotion, and never crossed paths, mm. or like, yeah, someone that came from WCW, even if they're not huge names, it's like, ah, I've never seen the Tanker versus Jake the Snake. So that, that held some little intrigue to me, even though it weren't nothing special as a match, but. It, that for some reason that still stands out to me that he had a match with Jake soon after Jake's yeah. return when Jake came back with the vest. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> ninety six was pretty much it for Tanker at that point. Um, Where did he go? Didn't really. It's I mean, like, mm. you know, they said basically he was on the independence for yeah. UCW, so Ultimate mm. Championship Wrestling. Yeah, and. Uh, Again, forgive me. I, I, I'll be honest. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know. But I don't. I don't know his promotion. So I know I where know. I know where he was wrestling ninety nine. Oh, where? Hammerlock. <laughs> I wrestled. Ah! On the, I wrestled on the same show as him in. I think it would been uh, November, October, October ninety nine. Was this? Was this Wembley Stadium? Was this? Um, <laughs> this, this was Moat Park in Maidstone, Kent. Oh gosh. <laughs> I, I, when I say oh gosh, people, I don't mean oh. Kent, you know, Kent's a bad area, and I think, but you, I'm thinking because it's Tatanka, you know, no, nah, like, I mean, to be fair, you know, like it was a legend, and here's a big venue, still, it's still around, Moat Park. Okay, I mean, I, yeah. I, I wrestled there quite a 
few a few times with Hammerlock. You you was there. You you came to Moat Park for the uh, Andre the oh, yeah, Andre yeah, Baker yeah. Memorial uh, show. That's Moat Park. That, that is quite big to be fair. fair it is big. It's a legend. Show. I mean, they, they would have had like hundreds of people. I mean, yeah, this this is nineteen ninety nine British wrestling. Mm. Hammerlock was a British wrestling promotion. They were like a training school that then started putting on like shows. So like I trained there. Lots of lots of like top you know top british wrestlers trained there and some who went on to like america and japan but they they would have had probably about 400 or so people there and for 1999 that was pretty good in england yeah you know today we can get that kind of crowd but yeah yeah. even then you don't get that all the time no but yeah for that for that time frame that was pretty good because they did used to bring over uh ex like wwf stars for tours like Jim the Anvil Night Art, Adam Bomb had come over at one point, yeah. Jake, Jake the Snake. So, yeah, Tatanka came over in 99 for, for several dates, and I was on one of them. So I got, <laughs> to meet, I got to meet him. Did you have any significant conversation with him? Not really, no. I mean, a little bit of a conversation. Like My, my dad had a little chat with him. And like saying about remembering, like yeah, watching him because he's talking about um, he did a pro he did a promo like before the match, and my dad kept talking about yeah, you know, what are talking about wrestling Rick Martel, Bam Bam Bigelow. It was like my dad always talks about that where he's reeling off names <laughs> and thinking, yeah, we watched them, <laughs> we watched those <laughs> matches. But my dad had a little yeah, like a little chat and said about yeah, I remember seeing you on TV doing this and that. But yeah, it was it was a nice yeah nice guy. I mean nice like sort of, yeah down to earth with us. Was he? But he was big again. He, he, yeah, he yeah. was never he was never a tall guy, but he was massive when he was henching. To see him in yeah. person, I was like, whew, size of him. Well, t- they said he was what he. They said legitimately he was what six four. Let's see. Yeah, okay. They said legitimately he was six foot one. Mm. But again, from a weight perspective, he was two hundred eighty five pounds. So in kg, which is what the UK basically weighs people by. He was like, oh, damn, 129. Yeah, that's big. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, you see when you see him like in person, because that's yeah. the thing. Sometimes we watch them on TV and we don't realize how big these guys are. Yeah, and to actually see him in person, like he was massive. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Hmm. Well, in, in the in the same show that you had with Tatanka, did he, did you get to do anything with him, or is just oh no, no, I I had my match. I wrestled John Ryan. And Win he, that one? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it was only my second professional like match, professional show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was the second time I'd wrestled. Like, so I was, yeah, I was quite privileged. Uh, for I that, take it that first you, year. Did you feel sore after the match? Yeah, yeah. It was a, uh, it was always heavy hitting matches with John, but yeah, it was, it was a good match. He looked after. That's like I say, it was my second professional match. So he looked after me in that match. Yeah. But he was John. Yeah, John was a heavy, like yeah, the forearms and stuff. Like he, hammerlock wrestlers laid it in. So and but it's what I was used to. I would train every week. So <laughs> like I, I'm yeah. used, I was used to getting bad. <laughs> like if you if you take a shot, you take a shot. And it was stiff. It was yeah, it was strong style for its time. I was gonna say, can you explain to the people that uh, uh, about the, the mindset of hammerlock before we get back to Tatanka? So obviously we're saying when I, I joked about, did you feel anything? Because obviously you know. John, you know, John Ryan, very good wrestler. Mm. But from what I he looked like basically like he literally kills you. Again, it's the work. Yeah. It's the work of it. Also, I know he was really smacking people around as well. So it's the work. I mean, but, the thing is, he was safe. It, it, like he yeah. would hit, he would hit hard. Like he followed through his forearms. Like you felt yeah. those forearms. I always felt like for me to sell, it's like I could probably try and stand up to it. But, <laughs> but it's going to like, but just go with it and like fly yeah. it's like you don't need to exaggerate too much like obviously i could i don't need to fly across the ring on that forearm but it's definitely gonna sort of like force yeah. you like you'd have to really sort of try not to get your head just spins with those things it's yeah. just, just go with it bam and just fly to the floor it didn't take yeah. too much selling it's like no. just just go with the momentum because bam those forearms like but they were safe but they were contact it was full yeah it was yeah. full contact and he was yeah he was but he was safe he was very safe uh yeah and he looked I said, I was a rookie. He was he hadn't been wrestling much longer than me, but he was like very advanced. He mm. he really excelled really quickly. And, yeah. and to the point that he was actually helping train like at Hammerlock at that point. So he would have helped train me. Yeah. And had a hand in that. So it was like he was like my mentor in a way. He's like facing him. And he looked he did yeah. look after me. It was a good, you know, T bone suplexes and stuff like that. 
Mm. Have you ever? It was a good, yeah, it was a good match. It was good to yeah, and it was it was just a privilege to be on the card with yeah with Tatanka. You know, like it made you feel like yeah, this is yeah, this guy I saw on TV, and obviously yeah, like we had some we had some good wrestlers on our um, on our bill. I mean, Gary Steele would have been there, and he went on to win the NWA World Title. Mm-hmm. Johnny Moss, who is went on to train people in NXT. Yep. So you know, like there's some there was some. Yeah, and there's some people that would have. I think at this point, Doug Williams had already sort of moved on from yeah. Harlock, but yeah, they broke in Doug Williams, Johnny Storm, guys like that. So yeah, had a, yeah, had a real pedigree. Hamlock was a. It was at that time like it, there was All Star was still around, and they were they were big, but Hamlock were like they were really doing. Yeah, if you wanted to train to be a wrestler, that's where people were going Go at that time. Yeah, everyone yeah. was going to Hamlock. Like if you wanted to train to become a wrestler, so they were bringing a lot of new people in. And they were, mm. like I said, they brought people over for tours. So they were doing good business. Doing mm. really good, really good business. Like in, because they, they would have started in as a training, like a training school in 1993. Yeah. And this is like 99. So they've been going for like six years. And they, yeah, they, they were now like running regular shows around the, yeah, around the UK. The mm. so Maidstone was just one of the stops. They would have gone to like Shropshire and different places in Kent as well. But Hertfordshire, they were, yeah, they, they were, Traveling quite, quite far and wide. Hmm, it's good. Um, I think, like you said, I think for the tanker during this period, I think from was ninety seven to around two thousand three ish. Wrestling, wrestling, independence, wrestling here, oh, so here, wrestling in the UK, wrestling in um, America, all over the place, and Canada, and. Quick little te- quick little fact or interesting fact. I didn't realize that he won the Stampede North American Heavyweight Title Championship. Mm. I didn't realize that apparently he beat what Sid Vicious in '98, April eighth, in a so-called fan, you know, so-called you know that uh, that Pat Patterson tournament that apparently happened in Rio de Janeiro. So you know what I mean? okay, it was like a <laughs> like a phantom, a phantom yeah. tournament, okay. <laughs> phantom <Yeah>. switch. <laughs> Excuse me, people. But again, I, I didn't know that, that. I didn't know that he actually retired in 2003. They said he mm. retired 2003, which I didn't, yeah, didn't know. Didn't know he did. And then I know he came back was it 2005 and six mm. against uh, was it Eugene or something like that? I remember something like that. I think because I, I think at the time I think it was it was Kurt Angle and Eugene basically having a feud. And mm. at the time, oh, yeah. Eugene mm. was supposed to be Eric Bischoff's uh, nephew. And at the time, it was quite controversial because yeah, I think you were supposed to be uh, a dyslexic, dyslexic, autistic, no, dyslexic and autistic wrestler. Mm. Which again, I'm, I don't mock the, I don't, I don't mock the, um, the condition or anything like that. But it, it, again, the thought of it, someone who's autistic and dyslexic, they're wrestling. Uh, you, you know what I mean, Anton? It's, it's a bit, you know. And I think the storyline basically was like his uncle Air Bischoff. And Vince McMahon was taking advantage of him. Mm. If, if I remember that correctly, that's what it was, wasn't it? I know Eric was sort of mistreating him a little bit. Yeah, like he was. Because yeah. I know, I know, I know. Eugene fought. Uh, was it? I know he fought Gang or he fought Triple H. I think he beat him as well. Yeah, because he put he put William Regal with him, didn't he? As like a, to keep that's an eye it. on him. Yeah. And then and then Regal yeah. ended up like sort of having an affection for him, and yeah. and was like looked out looked out for Eugene. Soppy dog. <laughs> <laughs> Again, again, I, I joke, but it's, it's. I think at the time, I again, I remember watching at the time. And I was thinking, who's this idiot on TV? You know, he scratched his head. Just, it just. It, again, I was much younger, but it's like, I didn't get it. Mm. I thought, who's this idiot on TV? But I think as I got older, I realized what it basically was. It's like, oh, okay, wow. But in a way, you could say it was like it was. It was it's bravery on their part. Because again, it's awareness. But I know Anton's gonna say, well, they weren't doing it for awareness, was they? It was handled quite well at the beginning. Yeah, I think yeah, definitely they were sort of in a way like, yeah. I mean, it's it's a sensitive <laughs> thing. We talk about that yeah. stuff before, like yeah, should it be yeah? It's like in a movie. I say in a movie. I know you, you, you. Yep, you always say your movies. So yeah, a movie. Yeah. So the, and then some people. Stuff. I know there was um, Ricky Gervais did a TV show, didn't he? Called Derek. Ah, uh, yeah. And oh, there's yeah. like people would criticize the fact that like he's. I think that sometimes gets brings you under fire. Like if you're not actually 
sort of like you know yeah. mentally handicapped or whatever you're portraying it mm. is like yeah is it seen as mocking it or is it yeah is it acting that's the thing yeah so i i get that i mean yeah wrestling's always had a bad reputation for handling things with poor taste yeah um so yeah so a lot of but yeah at the same time taking your mm. analogy of yeah bringing it in yeah portraying something oh that, yeah that could, would be portrayed in movies or tv Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it is yeah. I like yeah, I, I do remember him coming. Yeah, I do remember Tatanka coming, but in for that yeah. one-off uh, oh, instant. Yeah, with with yeah. Eugene Kangle in their feud. To be fair, even though I was watching it quite regular at this point, I think it's a weird one because like he was there. I know he had the issue with Eugene Triple H and Kangle. I know that bit, and then I remember him. I think it was, was it 2005, no, 2006 uh, Royal Rumble. I know, mm. I know he was that. Because, again, I knew he wasn't going to win, but I thought, okay, I'd like him to kind of do well. And I think he got eliminated by, oh, gosh, what's that team called? Um, the, the, the M&M. So mm. it was Jeremy and Johnny Nitro, which became, what are they calling that? John Morrison, he, he was off, isn't it? John Morrison. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be honest, I constant Anton knows me. And, again, he never knew me back in 2005, 2006, but I'm sure... He put it in my mindset back then. Yeah. I couldn't stand these two, and I use a polite word, pricks. I couldn't stand them. I said, I kept saying, what the hell, what the heck? And again, I'm trying to be polite here. Who is this buffoonery, in a, in a polite word, gay, weird, and what kind of, you know what I, mean? I don't know what kind of thing they were. It's like a slick back here, and then they had Melina, who was there as well. And yeah, Melina looked good as well. Well, they, like, they were like, um, what did they call it back then? Because it was paparazzi team, isn't it? The paparazzi team. Yeah, it's like a paparazzi. Well, they're not paparazzi. They're they're the people no, that would stars. be paparazzi, like the yeah. celebs, like yeah, like a yeah. list sort of stars, yeah, like Mi- I, like Miz, like Miz became like an a list. That was that kind of thing. It's like we're celebs. We're on the yeah, like Paris Hilton, that kind of thing. Like you're yeah, we're famous. Uh, yeah, take pictures of us, that kind of thing. But you know what it is? I think they. But you, again, I'm going how I thought that they to me looked. Overly flamboyant. Jeans look so tight, basically, that uh, if you basically touch your toes, it'll go... <laughs> Very weird, cheesy glasses. And it's, I think it's what? I think it was more... I think Johnny yeah, Nitro... Big like, fur coats. Were they big fur coats? Yeah. It's just... Uh, again, to me, I, I didn't see them as manly men. I didn't see them basically like a Batista or anything like that. So I was like, mate, you got the man Batista there, basically taking this woman's, this, this guy's woman, uh, John Morrison, Johnny Nitro, but he's coming up basically in cashmere jumpers, uh, jeans, cool shades, big uh, n- nice leather jackets and everything, suits and everything. You got this, yeah. But yeah, they eliminated um, Tatanka and everything. And if I remember correctly, I think Tatanka basically, I think he had a uh, a non-title match with Eminem. I think with Matt Hardy at No Way Out. I think it was. Mm. Uh, I think so. And if I remember, I think they were supposed to basically put Matt Hardy and uh, Tatanka together to supposedly win the tag team titles. Mm. Which realistically would have been his, in a polite way, yes, he'd won independent championships, which is, you know, it's it's good in itself, but he never actually won a major championship in the WWF before, in his previous run. Mm. The closest he came basically was, air quotes, being Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 9, and runner-up, runner-up, losing it in the tag team title final against One Two Three Kid and Bob Holly. So this would have been something. Mm. Uh, and to be honest, I don't remember why he lost, but it's like he lost. He lost the match, and it was just like meh. And that was it. It's like he was again. If I remember correctly, he was on SmackDown. He was on Velocity for a little bit. And I'm trying to again. Here's what I'm trying to really trying to think. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't watching sort of intently around this time. Like I kept up loosely, and I know he was around, but. To be honest, like I don't have strong memories of like yeah, I, 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 from I, like I, 2006, 2000, yeah, 2005, 2006, even 2007. People, I was watching it. I mean, I was watching mm. it, but what it was is like he was there, but it was nothing significant. And to be honest, I watched rest. I watched all wrestling. I used to watch metal. I used to watch Heat. I used to watch uh, Raw, SmackDown, Velocity, and ever. I, I admit, I did watch Velocity for quite a while. And I think by 2005, 2006, I was like, yeah, I'm done. I, I can't mm. watch it. Because really, all it was basically was it was a SmackDown, Smackdown version of Heat. Mm. That's what it was. And I thought, well, nothing big happens to Flossie. No title changes. 
you don't get Undertaker, you don't get you don't get uh um but it wasn't Brock Lesnar at the time. Well, well, you didn't really get Brock Lesnar, you didn't get Undertaker, you didn't get uh Eddie Guerrero, you didn't get them on this. Well, what you So it it sounds bad, it was like it's kind of pointless, but apparently he fought people like the Miz, Jimmy Wayne Yang, who was uh who was he in WCW? He was um yeah, was was he Jimmy Wayne Jimmy Wayne Yang? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Was, uh, basically, yeah. he was part of. Um, he was with Jamie Noble and. Yeah. Yeah. The the the, the three dragons. The oh, what's it called now? Ah, forgive me, people. I apologize. My memory's just gone here. I know basically he was part of the team of him, Jamie Noble, and somebody else. Mm. But it'll come back to me. Forgive me. But yeah, no, he left the WWE. So he left the WWE. I think it was two thousand and seven. So. I think it was more thing of where I think he was there and it wasn't so much injuries. I think from what I've kind of, you know, researched, it was more, he wants to spend time with his family, but also he felt that he didn't want to suffer the injuries and the early death that his fellow wrestlers or comrades really mm. did before, which again, it's a noble thing. You want to spend time with your wife, you want to spend time with your kids, which, which is a good thing. Mm. Yes, you're making good money. Yes, he probably could have stayed on longer and made more money and probably tried to, you know, establish himself more. But really, like I said, I was watching it, again, I was watching it in the 90s, but I was watching it 2004, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 2004, 5, 6. I liked him because I knew who he was, but it was like, yeah, he wasn't doing anything. Mm. You know, so I can understand why he left. It's like, fair, fair dues, he left. And apparently, like he said, he was wrestling... <laughs> Again, apparently he did a tour in 2008 with All-Star, mm. which I, I, I didn't realize. Apparently he wrestled in, oh, them, Blackpool Tower. Mm. Fair enough. So anybody who knows uh, the city, or say city more, the town of Blackpool, it's like a seaside town up in the northwest of England. And they have a really famous like uh, tower called basically called the Blackpool Tower. So basically you have like uh, celebrities who used to do shows back there. They've got 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Even like their, to the it's like their version designed in the style of the Eiffel Tower, isn't it? It's like yeah. their version of the Eiffel Tower. I, I went yeah. there th- this year in the summer. Yeah, okay, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, I went to Blackpool and went into yeah, the tower. Hmm. So I think from from that point of view, from a entertainment slash wrestling point, wrestling side, pretty good. Hmm. But I think again, I'll be honest. From there, he's again, like I said, he was in TNA. You know, um, he was there for one shot where he, he thought he thought where he faced off against Jay Lethal when he was doing like this. Uh, <clears throat> I think he was doing like the Hulk, the, the Ric Flair kind of game where he was facing like uh, Jimmy Neidhart one week, Kishi one week, mm. and so on and forth. But um, to be honest, it, again, it sounds bad because I feel like I'm waffling and I don't want to waffle. But really, from when he left in what '96, that was it. Again, it sounds bad. That was it. Again, he did the independence, came back for a little while, but there was nothing really there. Nothing really there. Again, he's he's come back a couple of times uh, to do you know backstage uh, skits, you know, old school Raw, two thousand and ten. Uh, but yeah, done about Royal, didn't he? Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I was gonna say, I I again, I forgot about. It. Apparently, they're saying that he did the Andre the Giant uh, Andre the Giant, you know, Battle Royal, and apparently he was last eliminated. Good for him. Mm. But I was gonna say he's not a Hall of Famer, which again it it sounds bad, but I've always said a Hall of Fame should be for the best of the best. And like I say, he wasn't terrible, but I just don't think he was in it. No, I apologize, that's wrong. It's not it's not so much the length of time that you've done something, it's the impact that you've made in whatever you do, that makes sense. And I, I don't think he made that big of an impact when he was there, if that makes sense. Which it sounds bad, but I'm again it, again, you know, let's talk let's talk business about being honest and about being real. And for me, like I said, he was decent, but <sighs> he was there for a little bit, you know, he spent a you know a long time away, but when he was there, apart from the little bit in what, ninety three, mm. what did he really do? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of his time was like as a kind of like a support player, like a lower, lower end. Like, yeah, yeah he did, he did come up 
for that feud with Shawn Michaels, and he was still like he was he was involved in feuds, and, and yeah, you sort of you remember that stuff. But yeah, I, I get your I get your point that he never really sort of like really hit the main events, no. let alone sort of staying there like consistently. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, probably like in '95, just being part of the corporation, he got like the King of the Ring. Was that even the main event? Was that, was that on last? I can't remember. No. Possibly was. I think that might have gone on last. Mabel probably Mabel. won the King of the Ring earlier on. Oh, yeah, it did. It did yeah, it did. So, it I did. Think, so I think technically he main evented King of the Ring 90, 95. Fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in terms of being like a, yeah, cause a top. And he, yeah, and I, I suppose it was during that, what they call the new generation era mostly. Like he came in just sort of like the tail end of the golden era, the yeah. Hogan warrior sort of savage era and yeah. yeah so some of his you know unfortunately it wasn't the best of times in the wrestling business when he was around like his peak 90, but you know what yeah, like 93 94 95 yeah i think one thing i will say though is that he did wrestle Shawn michaels he did wrestle against you know diesel lex luger and again he, he did learn from wrestlers that me personally i would dream love to wrestle Shawn Michaels, Diesel, Lex Luger, and everything. Learn from them, gain mm. as much as I can from them, have that on my, you know, my wrestling CV. To me, that, that those things are important. He mm. was at WrestleMania, you know, again, he may not have been the top guy, but I like to think that, you know, apart, again, this is what they've said. They've said that out in terms of like Native, Native American wrestlers, apparently he opened the door, you know, for people um, who are, nat- uh, who are Native, Native, Native American, but also who are descendants as well, mm. you know, descendants, which is good. So from that from that standpoint, he's done well. Yeah. And again, like he's got sons. So if he if his sons want to, who knows? We, we could see the Tatanka Jr. or you know the son of Tatanka, you know, do, having his own career and possibly even doing better than his father. Mm. So again, I think for the career he had, it was okay. Yes, it could have been better, but you know what? It's better to have a career. Uh, it's better to have a career in the WBF and do something than do nothing at all. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, Anton, I enjoyed this podcast. It's been a, it's been good to look over at someone different because I know usually we, you know people will say, "Oh, you're looking over at the same old uh, top wrestlers," but Tatanka, I think it's completely different, <laughs> which is good. So yeah. someone different, yeah, one of the unsung guys, yeah, that maybe doesn't get as yeah as much. Yeah, it, like I say, he did have he did have a career. He, he did have, oh, like, yeah. give, give us some memories. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, I feel like he, he was during sort of like the less successful period, so like his career didn't reach the heights of some, but he did mm. have a, a memorable career. He did have some mm. memorable moments. You saw so. hmm? you were so. you, on the same show as him. Yeah, yeah, and that no. meant something yeah. to me. So yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's it's good to give him his props. Oh yeah. So, people, we are done for today. I thank you for listening. If you do want to go over and see any more of our uh, past podcasts or, you know, see our, our, <clears throat> throat. see our profile, but also see what we have going. There is uh, Let's Talk Business on Facebook and you have the uh, Gable Hitman Myers. You have Mr. Clean Anton Green. We are also on Spotify. We're not Anton. Let's Talk we Business. Are. Yep. Uh, anywhere where you can get any podcast media, we are on there. Uh, please go on our page. Uh, have a look. Uh, please interact with us and let us know basically what other shows you'd like to see. Mr. Clean, I think we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs>